The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the home for the info you need to make the smarter bets. NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you never miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. And finally, we're brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is the stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP, for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, promo code SGP. Welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich, Fat Baby McKee, and I am joined by Zach and Munaf. And thank you, everyone who is in the locker room with us. If you'd like to speak, just request to speak, and uh, we'll bring you in. You can tell us your picks, ask questions, tell us any trends you're noticing, or maybe you'd like to predict an overtime game or anything else any other crazy predictions we'd love to hear it so uh zach and Munaf, how are you guys doing today doing well man how are you guys doing today big slate tonight huge slate tonight huge slate huge slate, huge yeah, slate. Lot, lots to get through lots to get through um, i have been doing research all morning excited about this slate so uh let's go ahead and uh, uh Jason's already saying shots fired, LOL. No, I mean, it was just a joke. We we, we, we like overtime predictions. Uh, we're going to start with the game of the night, Milwaukee Bucks at Utah Jazz. Uh, this morning I saw this line at Jazz minus one and a half. It's all the way up to Jazz minus three now. I'm seeing a total of 233. Um, I have, let's see, uh, Mike Conley is out still. How much does that worry us with this game? I mean, I've been blindly betting the Jazz uh, for the last month, it feels like, because they've been so good. But where are we at with Mike Conley out? Zach, you are the Mike Conley expert. What do we got? Yeah, so Conley's out, but obviously I think Drew is out here tonight too, right? Uh, He's questionable right now. Um, I'm not sure. How is it trending? Uh, Munaf, are you seeing anything? Uh, I think it was out for health and protocol reasons, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think he might just be out again tonight. Just yeah, he he says he's out. Okay. Cool. Yeah, he's I out. think I think it's trending down, and I, I like the Jazz in this spot. I, I like how they fill in that 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 starting spot with Joe Ingles gives them good size, and obviously with with Bryn Forbes stepping in for that that Buck starting lineup, they're obviously going more offense than defense. Looks like this total is rising. I'm seeing 235. Um, so continuing to oh, go. Oh, yeah. Moon, some... You already pointed that out, right, in Slack, that this is uh, going up? Yeah, I already locked it in at 234 for the over. But, yeah, I'm seeing it about 235, 235 and a half now. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think Munaf, you, you're obviously on the right side of the line move more often than not. So I think that over looks looks good. I mean, it still looks good. I, think, I, I like the Jazz, so maybe Jazz team total could be worth a look. I'm seeing that at 119 and a half. Um, obviously, the Bucks are more of an offensive, high scoring team this year, so. I would lean on, on Jazz minus two and a half. Look, they've been a wagon at home. No reason to jump off it now. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the Bucks had a five-game win streak straight up and against the spread with the highest point differential, as you mentioned in an earlier podcast this week, Zach. And uh, and they weren't just beating up on bad Eastern teams. They, they beat Portland and Denver during that stretch. Then they lost a nail-biter to the Suns, which even as a Phoenix homer, I picked – the Bucks uh, only giving up four and a half to Phoenix. So uh, the Bucks have been good, but yeah, the Jazz have been better. Munaf, where are you going with this game? Yeah, I got to agree with you guys taking uh, Utah here tonight. Um, yeah, like Zach said, they're a wagon at home, so don't no need to start fading them now. Um, the one player, player prop I did have for this game was uh, Forbes over two and a half three-pointers made. It's a little juicy at minus 149, but he's shooting the ball real well. He made five against the Suns the other night, three against Denver, six for six against the Cavs. Um, so he, he's knocking down the shots and he's getting the opportunities uh, or he's getting the looks also. So um, that's one player prop I am on for tonight. Okay, Bryn Forbes, got it. Uh, Jong, you got any bets you'd like to throw out for this Utah-Milwaukee game? Yeah, no, the last couple games uh... – I, I've liked uh, Donovan Mitchell with Mike Conley being out, um, just kind of spreading the ball a little bit. So I, I've, I've really liked the over 4.5. It has been the last two games. Um, it's 5.5 today for tonight's game, but I'm still willing to hammer that over 5.5 assists. Um, he's combined for 20 assists the last two games alone, 11 and 9. So, you know, I'm, I'm with Conley out. He's facilitating more. And, you know, that, that offense is clicking. Um, yeah, no, I, I really love it. And maybe possibly on the other side, um, you know, the Jazz are the best three-point shooting team in, in January alone, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so um, with that being said, uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe if they want to keep pace with the over, Middleton over 2.5, three-point. That's really it. Okay, I like that. Um, yeah, we, we mentioned the Mike Conley assist numbers. We talked about that bet earlier in the week as well. Oh, I, I, bet, I remember betting, I think it was the first Conley game out, I bet over five and a half assists uh, prop for both Mitchell and uh, Ingles, and those both hit because Ingles will be doing a lot more uh, ball handling as well with Conley out. So look for assists, uh, Conley and uh, Ingles. I like both of those. Let's move on because we've got a lot of games to get through. Um, but if you do have anything to say, please just request to speak. Even if we pass the game, we'll go back to it. If you have a, a certain uh, bet you want to throw out or a question, uh, happy to bring anyone on who wants to talk. Minnesota Timberwolves at Charlotte Hornets. I am seeing this right now at minus three and a half. I saw it open this morning uh, at minus four and a half for the Hornets. So uh, it looks like the sharp money is heavy, heavy, sharp and public money, heavy, heavy on the Timberwolves. I guess that's because Cat is back. He looked healthy in his first game back against the Clippers where they lost, but still covered the spread. He had uh, 18 and 10 in 31 minutes, although D'Angelo Russell is out, and I'm seeing Devontae Graham is questionable for the Hornets, but that's fine because L- LaMelo needs more minutes anyways to show why he should have been the number one pick 
over Anthony Edwards. Um, this is an exciting rookie matchup. Uh, how are we feeling about this rookie matchup, Zach? Zach, you are still on mute. I'm still on mute. Sorry about that. I was going to say, um, I think this might be a little disrespectful to the Charlotte. And I'm obviously a, a big uh, Hornet supporter this year. Um, but with D'Angelo Russell out, even if Devontae Grant doesn't go, I mean, the Hornets have been playing well at home. They they went to Memphis and got beat. But, um, you know, I think they come back home, and I think they're uh, uh, at least a tier above Minnesota here. So I like this three and a half uh, for the Hornets at home. I think this is one of my favorite plays of the day. I mean, the the Timberwolves have been a totally different team when Cat is on the floor. Does that worry you at all? Um, no. I mean, I, I I'm factoring that in. Obviously, Cat's back, but you know how good are the Timberwolves even with Cat, right? I mean, you know he's a, he's a good big, but this Hornets team has a, a lot of, a lot of names that you could throw out too. Um, so yeah, I mean he'll he'll come in try to carry them, but I think Charlotte is the uh, superior team. All right, uh, Munaf, where are you going with this game? Yeah, this line's a little, little. Um, I feel like it's a little short, but um, uh, Charlotte are one in three against the spread as home favorite, so that's a little concerning for me. But Minnesota again doesn't have D'Angelo Russell for tonight, and I think the next game that was what was reported. Um, but I, I'm gonna go with Minnesota here tonight. I, I think having Cat back is. Uh, I think that's already already factored into the line, but this team is completely different when Cat is playing, right? That gives you another scoring option, a guy that can rebound, knock down three-point shots for you. Um, and Nas Reed has been one of the guys that's been playing really well um, for uh, the Timberwolves here the past couple games. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with uh, Minnesota here tonight. Yeah, I am leaning towards Minnesota uh, with the spread as well. However, the bet... I like most. I've already put some money on it this morning. Um, Charlotte team total over 115 and a half. I'm seeing the game totals have gone over in 10 of Charlotte's last 14. The Timberwolves are giving up the fifth most points per game to opponents. Cat is not going to help that defense any. Um, and, and, and Charlotte has uh, hit over 115 and a half five of their last eight games. And that continues to be – their offense continues to be looking more potent as Lamelo gets more and more comfortable in that starting role. So that's my best bet for this game. Oh, uh, the uh, Charlotte team total over. John, what do you have for this game? Yeah, I don't have any props for this game. Uh, mine is only on the side. And and to me, you know, I'm leaning towards – with Catback, uh, I'll lean towards the Timberwolves. I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys, so – yeah, that's really it. All right. Uh, so three of us like Timberwolves plus the spread. Zach is uh, really liking the Hornets. Moving on, we've got Zach's New York Knicks. Uh, I saw this open this morning, minus three and a half for the Knicks. It's down to minus three. Uh, they're at the Washington Wizards. I'm seeing a total of 219. Bradley Beal is out for rest. Sharp money is heavily coming in on the Knicks. Um Although I, I got to say, I wouldn't make this a best bet in terms of the Knicks. So I always get nervous when uh, Westbrook decides he's pissed off enough to go off. Uh, Zach, I'll let you get started since uh, this is your Knicks team. Yeah, I'm going with the Knicks here. Uh, no doubt about it. Bradley Beal out. Uh, the Knicks, I, I thought, you know, they continue to look pretty good. Right? They were really competitive in both those games against Miami arguably should have won both maybe definitely the second one of that match they lost 98 96 but um 
still really good on the defensive end. And obviously when you go up against the Wizards, it's the uh, cure all for everyone's offense that gets to play against the Wizards these days. So, you know, we saw the Raptors put up 137 on them. So, um, yeah, I'll go with the Knicks. I think uh, maybe you want to get this inside of two, but I'll go with Knicks minus two and a half right now. What are we thinking about the total here? That is a low total at 219. However, the Knicks are giving up the fewest points per game in the league, only 104 points per game, almost a point and a half less than the second-best team, Lakers. Um, are, we, are we thinking maybe go under the 219 or maybe even looking at like a uh, team total under for Washington uh, since they don't have Beal? Exactly. Yeah, I could definitely see. I'm seeing a Wizards team total under 109. I think that might be that might be a good look for tonight. Um, definitely, this Knicks defense is pretty stout, so it could be could be good. Yeah, absolutely. Munaf, where are you leaning with this Knicks Wizards game, and what do you think about that total? Yeah, as far as the total, I think whichever team is dictating the pace in this game will be a telling sign of where this total is going to end up. Right, Washington's number one in uh, possessions per game, and New York mm-hmm. is dead last. So. Um, now with, with with Bradley Beal out, where is that scoring going to come from? You know, uh, Westbrook is a little erratic, so I mean he can get the points, but where outside of Westbrook is that points going to come from? Is it going to be Achimura? Is it going to be Avdia? Is it going to be you know somebody off the bench? But um, the, I, I got to lean with the Knicks here, especially with like I said with Beal out. Um, they're, they these guys are playing hard, right? And I think. With Derrick Rose now with the Knicks, you know, he said, I think there's a report that came out today that, you know, there's so many miles that he has left in the tank. So he wanted to get into the playoffs and he went back to New York with Thibodeau and and really pushed these guys to uh, get into the playoffs. Um, So I'm going to lean with the Knicks. And I think the player prop for this game uh, I have is uh, Julius Randle's over 38 and a half points, rebounds and assists. the Washington Wizards are the second worst defense against uh, centers this season. Uh, so I think Randall can feast inside the paint uh, against this Wizards team. And uh, a little, a little D-Gen bet, a possible triple-double for Julius Randall's right now sitting at 22-1. to 1. So I might hey. sprinkle, sprinkle a little bit on that. Love that. Love that. Uh, John, what do you got? And what do you think of uh, Moonoff's props? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. 22 to 1. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up on my bookie here as well. Um, I'm, I'm leaning definitely towards the Knicks here tonight. Uh, the only prop bet that I really see uh, earlier in the season, I really loved RJ Barrett. Um, he was really hot, but then kind of cooled down a little bit. But um, I do want to ride the over 2.5 assists that he might be able to get over. So it's at plus 110. So plus money. I don't mind putting a half a unit on that one. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I already put a half a unit on uh, Washington's team total under. Um, that's where I'm going with this. Uh, look, at, I like the total under as well, uh, even though that is a low score, which does make me a little nervous. But uh, I just don't see where the scoring comes from on the Wizards' side without Beal there. But moving on, we've got uh, San Antonio Spurs at Atlanta Hawks. I'm saying uh, Hawks giving up two. Total at 226. San Antonio are two and four against the spread in their last six games. The under has hit for San Antonio's four of last five games. Uh, they have been winning six and three straight up in their last nine. They're just not uh, scoring a lot or covering a lot. Um, Atlanta eight and four against the spread in their last 
12 games. However, they are one in four straight up since DeAndre Hunter went down. I know DeAndre Hunter wasn't expected to be a huge part of this team, but he really was. They've been struggling to put up the same points without. He was their third leading scorer, averaging 17 points. So uh, look for the unders here. Uh, The under has hit uh, 14 of Atlanta's last 20 games, maybe a team total under for the Hawks, 114 and a half. Munaf, I'll let you start. What do we got? Um, San Antonio is five and one uh, against the spread as away underdogs, right? Um, obviously, what you just said about Hunter, uh, I think that that is a big loss for them. That hasn't been accounted for in the betting market yet. But um, I'm looking at San Antonio first half against the spread here. They're nine and one against the spread on the road uh, in the first half, and uh, Atlanta is three and ten um, over under in the first half at home. And San Antonio's four and six to the under in the first half. So maybe a little parlay of Spurs and first half under would be something to also look at. But um, I like the Spurs in this spot. Um, they're playing well um, over the last couple games here. Uh, a player prop for this game I do like is DeJounte Murray, points, rebounds, and assists over 26 and a half. Uh, Atlanta's the fourth worst defense against point guards this season. Um, so that, that might be something you want to play on tonight with DeJounte Murray. Absolutely. I like those bets. Um, yeah. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, I was going to throw out that same uh, trend that Munaf did with uh, the Spurs as a road dog. I think this is a good spot for them. I honestly consider them a superior team here. Um, and you have the Spurs coming off that matchup. They just handled Steph on a back-to-back. So I don't think Trey Young will be that much of a shock to their system, right? Um, so I think, you know, the per- personnel-wise, it looks pretty good. Um, and... Yeah, the Spurs coming off a loss, and they 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 should be ready for Trey and uh, the trends back it up. So I think um, it's a good spot for San Antonio. I'll take them plus two uh, in Atlanta. Any thoughts on Hawks team total under one fourteen and a half? Both of these teams are averaging one hundred and eleven points per game so far. Um, yeah, I, I could definitely see that. I mean, I think the, what the that Hawks they probably would have gone under against the Mavs. I know that game kind of got stretched out. Um, John Collins is a guy who could be targeting for player props. He seems to be really figuring it out recently. He's been playing really well, so just wanted to bring that up. But uh, Hawks team total under, don't really have a feel either way on that one. All right. Uh, John, what do you got? Uh, I, I got one prop. I got Keldon Johnson. He's averaging about 7.1 rebounds in the season. And so, you know, I, the prop tonight is over 6.5 rebounds. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. All right. I like that uh, for Keldon props. Uh, and as Munaf said, I, I do like that Spurs first half. Spurs have been one of the best first half teams all season. So keep writing that. New Orleans Pelicans at Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks minus three. This should be a barn burner in, in terms of scoring. I'm seeing a total of 232. Uh, both teams in the top 10 of most points allowed to opponents. Uh, the total has gone over in 15 of New Orleans' 19 games, last 19 games. Uh, and Dallas's last five games, the total has gone over every time. I'm not seeing any injuries on the report, which is fucking amazing for this season. Uh, Munaf, let's start with you, the boy from Texas. What do you, do you like this Mavericks team? Um, not tonight, right? Uh, I think um, Pelicans, well, first of all, just some stats that I pulled up. Dallas. Four and six against the spread after a win. Dallas is two and ten against the spread as a home team, and they're one and nine against the spread as a home favorite. 
So with with New Orleans coming in, making that short trip up to Dallas, um, uh, this is going to be a great matchup. Um, uh, I don't see uh, how the Mavericks inside or their interior defense is going to be able to contain Zion and Brandon Ingram and Steven Adams getting points inside the paint. Uh, That's just what I was going to say is I see uh, the Pelicans dominating the paint. I don't see anybody who can match up with those three guys. Yeah, so one of the things I did circle for this game was Zion Williamson points, rebounds, and assists, taking the over uh, on that. Uh, There's a number. I I don't have the number in front of me. I just wrote that down. That's number that that's a prop that stuck out to me. But I'm all over the Pelicans here. Plus the three might be lock potential here tonight um, against this Mavericks team. Sorry, I was uh, just taking a drink of water and had it on mute. Uh, I'm seeing uh, things for that, Munaf. Jake just threw in a non-confident D-Gen bet of the day, Lonzo triple-double. I'm sure the odds are good on that uh, as far as a long shot. Zach, what are you doing with this Pelicans-Mavericks game? Yeah, Jake, I'm I'm right on board with you right there. I think uh, Lonzo Ball over 23.5 points, rebounds, and assists is definitely a good look for tonight. He's been playing really well uh, recently, easily went over this total in their last game against the Bulls. So I'm seeing over 23.5 for the combined points, rebounds, assists. Don't see a number on a triple-double, but could like that. I think another thing, another one I like for this game tonight is Steven Adams under 8.5 rebounds. Um, you know, he hasn't really, I've been surprised. He has not been going over this total. You look at the personnel matchup tonight, Chris asked Porzingis, he's going to be dragging him well away from the rim, right? He's the stretch guy for this Mavericks offense. Um, and the matchup makes sense for him to guard Porzingis. I don't think he'll be in a position to, you know, really be hammering the boards on the defensive end. And, I, and he has not been going over this total. So I think it's a little bit counterintuitive. You look at these six, four and two rebounds in his last three games. Uh, and minutes are kind of dropping too. So under eight and a half for Steven Adams boards, uh, that's a plus money too. And then over 23 and a half for Lonzo on the uh, combined points, rebounds, assists. Ooh, I really like that Adams thing. I didn't look at that. That's a good call of Kristaps uh, uh, pulling him away from the paint. Um, uh, John, what do you got? Uh, I just got one bit here. Um, it's it's the over. Um, I have it at 233. Has it gone up at all? 233.5? Um, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, I see it at two thirty-two and a half on my book. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm 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 writing the over on this one. Um, the Pelicans are averaging at least 120 points per game in their last five games, and you know the Mavericks. Yeah, they don't play much defense, you know. But you know, I'm 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 willing to ride the over on this one, um, just because the Pelicans are going to stay hot, and uh, yeah. I like the over here. All right, great. Um, and uh, just to follow up on Jake's Lonzo triple-double bet, that's at 85-1. to one. Gotta like that. That's a fun one. Uh, that hits on your Friday night. You're going to be living large. Moving on, we've got the L.A. Clippers at Chicago Bulls. I'm seeing a total right now of 228-and-a-half. Uh, Clippers are 1-4 against the spread in their last five. Uh, the over has hit in Clippers games uh, four of their last six. Uh, PG-13 is out, uh, as well as Marketing and Carter for the Bulls. Uh, I asked in our Slack channel, which if you're not already a part of, you need to be, go to sg.pn slash Slack and check out our NBA discussion. Um, Munaf, how has Kawhi's numbers been with PG-13 out? 
So with, uh, sorry, PG out over the last three games, Kawhi's is averaging 28 points per game um, without Paul George in the lineup. And as you mentioned, they are, what, 0-3 in their last uh, three games against the spread? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but one of the things I did notice when I was checking the box scores without Paul George over the last three games is Lou Williams is averaging 22.5 points per game over the last three games without Paul George. So that might be something to look at tonight, especially with the high total uh, in this game. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I I thought that number would be higher for Kawhi, especially without one of their all-stars or their superstars on the lineup. But Mm -hmm. it's been some of the other guys that are stepping up for them, like Lou Williams. So uh, his player points prop is at 17.5 tonight. So that might be another player prop that I, I, I take tonight. Okay, cool. Uh, Zach, which way are you leaning with this Clippers-Bulls game? Yeah, I think uh, I might be leaning on the Bulls' first half ticket here. Uh, Bulls seeing plus four in the first half. Uh, the Clippers, you know, have been liable to start slow. Um, you know, I referenced in the Timberwolves game, they kind of came out really sluggish. They were down six at half, and then they ended up putting it away in the third quarter. So I think this might be one of those vintage uh, – you know, dog carries the day, and then the Clippers kind of flex their muscle late. So I, I like the Bulls kind of here. Uh, they obviously shot the shit out of the ball against the Pelicans uh, the other night, um, which carried them to an outright win as a home dog. So maybe a uh, split of a, a Bulls first half Bulls game, but not my favorite play on the board. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think I'm staying away from this game overall. Uh, John, what are you doing? I, I like uh, Zach Levine over. I'm seeing four four point five assists, so I want to take the over on that. It's a little juice, but depending on your book, my my local bookie has it at minus one thirty. Um, but I I project I project at least six here tonight, and so you know play the play the juice here, but over on the Zach Levine. Okay, cool. I like that over on Zach Levine. Assist player prop. Moving on, we've got the Detroit Pistons at Boston Celtics. Um, I'm seeing this line is not on a lot of books because they're waiting to hear if Kemba is definitely out or not. But I do see uh, Celtics minus eight at one place. Uh, I'm seeing a total of 214. These two teams already played in a miniseries, which they split straight up. But it was a three-point game and a two-point game. Uh, first game went under this 214 total, and the second game went way over. So hard to predict, but, but this is beginning at January, so a bit of a different team. Uh, Kenba is doubtful. Marcus Smart is out. Uh, this is kind of the what the drum we've been banging all season with the Celtics. Uh, they've, they're, they're anemic in shot creators for others. So uh, thank God they're getting good minutes from Pritchard. Uh, otherwise... I don't know what they'd be doing in their backcourt. Uh, Zach, where, which way are you going with this uh, Celtics Pistons game? Yeah, Kemba is out tonight. Uh, Dick, you, uh, oh, definitely out? out? Okay. Yeah, he's out. confirmed confirmed out. Um, I'm going to go with the Pistons here. I can't quit them as, as a dog, but um, Celtics with a big play-up effort last night against the Raptors. Uh, obviously, you know, play well, especially offensively, um, but – the Pistons, this, this has been their MO all year, right? They hang around, so I expect the Celtics to win this game, but eight's a lot of points, uh, especially for a you know interconference familiar opponent. Um, so I'm going to go with the Pistons plus eight here. Munaf, what do you got? Yeah, um, Boston's three and one 
uh, on back-to-backs against the spread this season. Um, Detroit nine and three to the over as away underdogs, and they're one and eleven straight up on the road. Um, and they are five, six, and one against the spread on the road, so almost at five hundred. Um, yeah, I don't have much for this game. I think it would be Pistons or Pats for me. Uh, Boston team total might be something to look at. Detroit's allowing 119 points per game on the road this season uh, through 12 games, so that might be something to uh, bet on tonight. Um, and Boston is 5-1 and one against the spread as home favorites, but um, I mean, yeah, I don't have much for this game. It's either Pistons or Pats for me. All right. John, uh, can I guess, do you have a Jeremy Grant player prop, perhaps? I would say I do, but um, they're not listening much on the on the over-under props here for this game. Is that some, is that what you guys are seeing? I, I think, yeah, I'm not seeing it either. I guess it's because of Kemba, uh, but now that he's confirmed out, we might see that soon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll have to check more later today, but like they're they're only listing like a Jalen Brown and and, and a T um, prop right now, so so I don't I don't see anything on the points side of things. So, uh, you know, to be determined, right, for the Jeremy Grant one until. All right. Yeah, All I don't right. see any Pistons props up. Yeah, I only see uh, a few for uh, some Celtics players. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, uh, check back on that. Uh, moving on, we've got the OKC Thunder at Denver Nuggets. Nuggets minus 12 right now. I'm seeing a total of 222.5. No Gary Harris. No Dozier for the Nuggets. No SGA or George Hill for the Thunder. That leaves them with Lou Dort and Diallo as their backcourt playmakers. Uh, Lou Dort, amazing defensively, not great at setting up other people. Uh, actually, my favorite nickname I've heard recently is the Dorcher Chamber for a, his defensive abilities. So I do, uh, I'm looking for a Dorcher Chamber t shirt if anybody knows. Uh, Zach, where are you going? This is your Nuggets team. Yeah, I think this is this is going to be a definitely a big uh, letdown spot for the Nuggets. <laughs> this, this feels like the classic game where they don't lock in mentally. Probably end up winning it, but I think 12 is a lot of points. Um, they, they, they did uncharacteristically blow out the Cavs in a nine-and-a-half point spread the other day. Um, but I'm looking at uh, Hami Diallo over 16-and-a-half points here. Um, you know, Horford and Kenrich Williams and Lou Dort, those were guys who took a lot of shots last night um, or in their, in their last game against the Lakers was running to OT. But I think Diallo is the guy who takes on some of that Shea Gilch responsibility. Um, so I think he got a big game here, especially with Gary Harris being out. You want to attack the Nuggets in the on the perimeter. Um, so either a Diallo points or a, or a Diallo points, rebounds, assists combined, I think is good for tonight. I like that. And I, I like your angle on the Nuggets uh, not getting up for this game and winning but not covering. Uh, that's the thing about the Thunder, right? They just hang around, they hang around, they hang around. We saw it with the Lakers. They they covered both of the Lakers in the two-game series. And uh, Thunder are 13-10-1 against the spread. So uh, they they just have these big spreads, but they hang around. Munaf, what do you got? Yeah, I think I also agree with Zach. Uh, I just wanted to ask him, what does he think of the Horford-Jokic matchup tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll both struggle to cover each other. I think Horford, he played well in that game against the Lakers. He was, uh, you know, 11 of 18, 25 points, eight boards, eight, eight assists. So he seems to be kind of getting going a little bit. I think both guys should feast offensively in this matchup. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Um, any, yeah, I think – go ahead, Zach. Oh, sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say any thoughts on Nuggets first quarter. They're the top-scoring first-quarter team, and they've been covering against the spread in the first quarter 60% of the time. Yeah, um, Nuggets are, what, 9-7-4-1 at home against – or no, that's not right, sorry. Um, 8-4 and four at home against the spread, so – like you said, like this this Thunder team hangs around. We saw it against the Lakers in the last two games. I mean, I don't know, um, but they are Thunder are ten and three as away underdogs. So with, with such an overwhelming stat like that, I gotta say it, it's a Thunder tonight for me. Um, I think Zach hit the nail on the head. That it might be a letdown spot for the Nuggets. I agree. Uh, yeah, I like Nuggets maybe first quarter, but I am going with Thunder uh, against the spread full game. John, what do you got? I love Al Horford over 15 and a half points here today. Yeah. Um, like, Zach, like Zach said, I don't think Jokic and Horford are going to be having much, you know, stopping each other. You know what I mean? So I love the yeah. 15.5 tonight. Has You know, he's hit that number in the last three out of the four games. His last four games, so yeah, give me that fifteen point five number. I'll take. I like that. I like that. Okay, let's go with uh, the next game: Memphis Grizzlies at L.A. Lakers. Uh, L.A. Lakers. Uh, this morning, I saw it at minus seven and a half. I'm saying it down to Lakers minus seven right now. A total sitting at two twenty. Uh, sharp money, heavy, heavy on the Grizzlies right now. Uh, L.A. has covered just two of its last 11 home games as the favorite of eight and a half points or more. Uh, also, the Lakers have gone over the total in three straight games after staying under 17 of their last 23. But don't be fooled. Uh, two of L.A.'s last three games would have been below the total if not for overtime. So uh, Lakers not putting up a lot of points, letting teams hang around. Uh, as we talked about with the Thunder in the last discussion. Uh, Zach, let's start with you. Grizzlies, Lakers, what do you like? Yeah, I like the Grizzlies here. Definitely uh, with the three straight overtime performances for the Lakers, and they have not shown an ability to be trusted with these big numbers at home, right? I mean, they come back to beat OKC by one in overtime. It's just they're really doing the bare minimum right now, and that's obviously good, and it's it's a luxury that they're lucky to have. Um Turn to the injury report is so I'm not seeing AD on the injury report. Does that mean that his Achilles thing is kind of over? I guess, yeah. I don't see him on there either. Yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna say that that's that's a low key bubbling storyline in the West. But if if I guess he's back to being okay, um, I will lean with Memphis here plus the seven. But uh, you know, it's always tough because I expect the Lakers to eventually come back and. Again, I mean, Lakers on the live line, on the live money line, has been a cash cow in the past few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I've been winning money on that Lakers live line as well. Um, and, and thanks to you for uh, pointing that out initially. Munaf, what do you got? Yeah, I, th- I think there's uh, either somebody listening into our locker room chats or, or, or somebody that was in our Slack channel that's getting this information out. But we were all over the Lakers last season. Uh, on their first quarters, but this season, or even especially over their past couple games, you know they they haven't been coming out playing well. Like Zach said, that they've been getting off to these slow slow starts, and then they're picking it up in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, forcing these overtimes and getting the wins there. So um, until I see 
this Lakers team starting to play up to their potential versus just sleepwalking through these games and getting the W's. Um, I, I got to stay with Memphis here. I think this is a game where Memphis gets up against the defending champions um, and and comes out to play. You know, we saw last game where Memphis, like the John Morant, right, a couple of minutes after the game came back out on the court and was getting up shots. So expect Morant to play well tonight against the champs. Um, also, Memphis is five and one um, on the to the over as a way underdogs, and they're four and two against the spread as a way underdog. So that might be something to uh, take a look at tonight. And then a player pop, uh, Valanciunas points, rebounds, and assists over uh, over the number uh, when there isn't a definite rim protection for the opposing team. Valanciunas plays really well. He gets the points, he gets the rebounds. Um, so that might be something. If AD is not playing tonight, at last I saw he was questionable still. Um, that might be a prop that I I play on, uh, just pending on Anthony Davis' status for tonight. You, but know, you don't think Gasol matches up well with him? I don't think so. I think I feel like Gasol is a little washed right now, um, and Gasol is another guy that is. I still feel like he's, he's struggling still a little bit in this offense for the Lakers for whatever reason. Uh, maybe just not have enough minutes or, or games under his belt or he's not practicing, whatever the case might be. But um, I, I think that's a matchup that Valanciunas can take advantage of. Okay. Yeah, I think Valanciunas is going to play a lot of minutes tonight uh, because obviously Triple J is still out and Brandon Clark is out now. Uh, Memphis actually hit pretty bad with the injury bug. Uh, Melton is also out and Bain is out for personal reasons. Uh, so lots of injuries to watch out for on the Memphis side. Jong, what do you got? I mean, you guys hit all the angles. Um, I mean, the this this Lakers team. I mean, who I love. That's that's my team. Um, they've, they've gone down at least 20 points in their eventual wins. Right. And so I think LeBron James, you know, that, that MVP is on his mind. And so he's, he's willed them to victory and, you know, the team as a whole is just kind of sleepwalking. Having said that, the prop for tonight, I'll take John Morant, um, over 7.5 assists. He's made 11, nine, nine, his last three games. Um, over 7.5 is at plus 112 in my book at dog money. I love that. Give me that one. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, we've got two more. Yeah, back games. in. Well, go ahead, Zach. McKee, I got, I got, I got one, more, one more play on this game. Kyle Anderson over one and a half threes. Um, he's kind of completely changed his MO in the past few games, getting up seven seven and eight three-point attempts, really amping up his volume with all these injuries in the Grizzlies rotation. Um, so I think he's a guy who will get up, you know, five or six threes in this game tonight. So I like uh, over one and a half made threes, Kyle Anderson plus 110 tonight. I like that. Will, are you, any worries that LeBron will be matching up on him? Yeah, I mean, even if LeBron is, he's been the lazy closeout guy this, this season so far. So it could be, it could work out well. I think, I think you know, plays nicely into what John was saying about uh, – John Morant distributing the ball and getting some assists. Hopefully Kyle Anderson can knock down two tonight. Love it. Love it. 
Uh, I'm going to look for that after this. Uh, moving on, we've got the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, this line has dropped from Blazers minus four and a half to Blazers minus three. I'm seeing a total of 222. Uh, very fun, uh, gutty win for the Trailblazers last night against the 76ers. Uh, really enjoyed watching that game. I, I imagine it's going to be tough for the Blazers to get up for this one after that last night. So I... Liking the Cavaliers plus the points here. Uh, Munaf, where are you going? Yeah, uh, Portland 1-2 and two against the spread af- uh, on back-to-backs this season so far. So this might be a letdown spot for uh, uh, Portland tonight. But uh player prop that I do want to take a look at for this game would probably be Andre Drummond over uh, 12.5 rebounds. Uh, last three games, the big men that have matched up against Portland has been, we saw... Uh, Embiid last night go for 35 and 9. Vucevic had 27 and 15. And then Julius Randle um, a couple games ago had 22 and 11 against his team. So um, the lack of size inside against uh, that Portland, uh, like we mentioned last time, it's just not there right now for the Trailblazers. Yeah, they have Cantor, but I think the physicality of Andre Drummond might come into play here tonight. So uh, I'll be looking at Drummond over the 12 and a half rebounds and possibly points and rebounds and assists for Drummond. Yeah. I mean, certainly nobody on the trailblazers worries me about matching up with Drummond. My biggest worry for him is that Allen keeps stealing minutes. Uh, Any thoughts there? Yeah. And I think that we know that Allen's going to be the future for this Cavs team. It's just, I think um, that the, the minutes are creeping up more for Allen versus Drummond, but uh, at least for tonight, you know, I'll, I'll take uh, Drummond. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, yeah. And the last game uh, was a blowout against Denver. Uh, he only ended up playing 16 minutes, but I'm not sure you could count that because of such a blowout. Um, what do you got? Uh, you know, and, and I, I want to note that uh, it's been a while since, uh, Somebody's passed Drummond and leading the league in rebounds, but Capella is leading the league in rebounds per game now, which I'm bummed out about because I bet preseason that Drummond would win the uh, rebounding uh, title again. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm sure he'll get traded before the uh, deadline, and hopefully he'll on his new team he'll be uh, gobbling up rebounds again. Zach, what do you got? Yeah, I think I've literally bet on the Cavaliers every single game this season. <laughs> um, so I might I might need to switch it up here and go with the Blazers. I was going to say, you know, I, Munaf, I totally agree with you. I think you want to get some sort of action on big men against the against the Blazers, especially with Cantor um, being their main guy right now. I think the Cavs just don't seem very interested in this road trip right now. I mean, get lose to Phoenix and then just play a complete dud at Denver. So obviously, you know, you had the you had the night of rest, but I think Portland minus three and a half looks pretty good. Uh, and look, they're a team. They they're they're a veteran team. They know they got to stack these wins uh, at home against inferior competition in this competitive Western Conference. So you know, two straight wins, big win against Philly last night. I think they're trending up, um, especially at home. So I, I like I like the Blazers minus three and a half here. Okay, John, what do you got for this game? I'm I'm with Moon off on the uh, on the Drummond rebound prop over twelve and a half. So definitely that. Um, I'm actually leaning towards the over. Um, I currently have it at 222 um, on the on the score. Yep, um, that's what I get and, too. And and the reason why is because the Cavs, 
um, their last, you know, five games, they've given up 119 or more. You know, they're so they're kind of right right below the average, below average on defensive rating. But Portland is near the bottom in terms of defensive rating. So, uh, um, I, I I love points being scored here tonight. Um, Portland, yeah, they're they're just not that good defensively. I'm taking the over 22. Twitter 22. All right, great. Uh, over 222 on the total. Uh, I'll be looking at that as well. Moving on to our last game, and then I'm going to give out a uh, total degen parlay of the night that I have uh, worked up. We've got the Orlando Magic, the sad, sad Orlando Magic at the Sacramento Kings. Kings giving up eight and a half, uh, seeing a total of 223 and a half. We saw uh, Steph Curry go off last night against Orlando, and we saw Van Vliet put up 52 against Orlando. So uh, right out of the gate, I like Darren Fox, who's been red hot to go over 28 points at plus odds. Uh, he would have hit that number in three of his last five games and became damn close in the one of two that he didn't. Uh, Monaf, what do you think about Fox tonight as a player prop? Yeah, I think we discussed this last time uh, that we just love watching this guy play. And if Sacramento is smart tonight, they should just run this uh, Magic team out of the gym and just play with a lot of pace, especially with De'Aaron Fox and the speed that he has. Um, I'm seeing a points total for De'Aaron Fox at 25.5, and and I still kind of like that over. You know, I think he's taking command of this team, and um, with Orlando – really struggling to score the ball here um, lately or even throughout the whole season. It's, it's a little worrisome as we've discussed before. So um, it seems like it's a lot of points for the Kings tonight, especially at eight and a half. Uh, I mean, if I had to lean, I would, I would probably go with uh, the Kings here to kind of just blow them out because they are on a back to back. Um, That and like, where Orlando has been most decimated by injuries is their backcourt, and the Kings have healed Halliburton and Fox. Like, I think they'll just run their backcourt off the floor. Yeah, and when you have fresh legs and, and young guys like that, I, I don't see why not you should play with a lot of pace. Um, I'm not seeing any player props yet up for the Magic. Maybe they're still figuring out who's going to be in and who's going to be out tonight. Um, but if Fournier and Cole Anthony are still out, I love uh, Terrence Ross's uh, points to go over a posted total. Um, he's, I think he had 20 plus in the last two games and he's really starting to come out since uh, kind of sluggish start when he came back from that injury. So if once that number gets posted, uh, uh, I'll, I'll probably be on the over for Terrence Ross tonight. Yeah. Uh, I, I have also written down that I don't see uh, magic props yet also, but uh, something to watch out for uh Vucevic, he's been great on player props. He's the only player that, that they have right now is the Magic. But something to watch out for is Marvin Bagley really got up uh, against for that 76ers game, had a gutty performance against Embiid. He held Embiid to 25 points, which is the least that Embiid has scored in uh, over a month. He had 23 in the first half last night against Portland. So if Bagley is starting to play better, he could really match up uh, against Vuchwell. Uh, Zach, what are you thinking? Yeah, I gotta, I, I'm not seeing player props in this game, like Munaf said, but I do have a couple angles I like in this game. Um, Chuma Okiki, he's a guy who really just uh, burst on the scene. He's been hurt most his entire career, basically. Um, 
he looked good last night. Uh, he's been starting to play a little bit more. He played 35 minutes, and he's a guy who can really pass the ball. So if you do see a rogue Chumo Kiki assist prop tonight, I think he's a guy who could definitely um, you know, have five or six assists. I doubt that that line's anything more than like two and a half. And he's and without a point guard, he's a guy who could potentially be a source of their offense. Um, so that's one angle I like for this game. Um, and I think the Kings in the first quarter might be a good bet. I think when you have these like lopsided games, but a team you don't necessarily want to trust for all four quarters, then the Kings are going to come out, pummel them, um, especially with this lopsided starting lineups with Fox on the floor. You'll get all those Fox minutes. So Kings first quarter, I think uh, seeing that at uh, minus three, I think that's that might be a good angle for this game. And uh, yeah, Chumo Kiki assists over if you can find it. I think that's also maybe a very fun uh, rogue look at the, at the NBA slate tonight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, we got uh, Daniel Greer coming in. Daniel, yeah. what do you got for this game? Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, so I've been following the trend of uh, back-to-back games with travel. And so I've been following it lately. And just this week to use, for example, the Pelicans Tuesday night, 29-point win over the Rockets. Wednesday, they came back with travel uh, to Chicago, 13-point loss to the Bulls. The Raptors, 23-point uh, win over the Wizards on Wednesday. And then Thursday, they went into uh, Boston, 14-point loss. So if you actually look at that for this game, last night the Magic played against the Warriors, a six-point loss with travel. You can add probably 10 points onto that, so it's probably a 14-point loss tonight to Sacramento. So I would take, uh, for sure, Sacramento and the points uh, because usually as the trend has gone and it's been pretty successful, like 70%, it's not been close. It's been more of a blowout if there's travel uh, depending on if you're playing at home and then in a way or however it works, if there's travel and back to back, it's always a big, big score uh, against you. Yeah, I like that. I, I like I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah thanks for uh, throwing that out there. That that's a really good angle to look at. Uh, Moon, have any thoughts on that trend? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So as an example, I was talking with my buddies also that yeah, hey, Toronto was on the on the back to back and. Uh, you know, they might come out a little flat uh, against Boston, and we saw that last night. And then Daniel brought up the uh, other example also. Uh, but I just don't think that Orlando has enough offensively. Right now they're on a back-to-back. That's that's a plus point for the, for the Kings. And then offensively, there's just not enough for Magic to keep up, and that's another plus for the Kings. So uh, I think Daniel hit it on the head here. Uh, the only concern might be that Orlando is 3-2 and two against the spread, one back-to-backs, but... Uh, I really haven't dug into who they've played on those back-to-backs, but um, and if there's here. and if there's travel involved, yeah, and there's just travel involved also. So, um, yeah, I think Sacramento will be the play tonight. Absolutely, thanks for that, Daniel. That was great, uh, John. What do you got for this game? Oh uh, yeah, no, I, I love De'Aaron Fox here. Um, his last, you know, six six. Uh, yeah, he's he's averaging thirty thirty one points. Uh, per game over his last six games. So I love him, um, especially with Magic's being, you know, given up, uh, you know, to opposing point guards. They're, they're low. They're, they probably rank beneath, uh, uh, at the bottom of the, of, of the pack in the league. They're on a back to back road. They could be missing their top two point point guards or backcourt. Yeah. Give me De'Aaron Fox making it six out of his seven to make that over points prop 25.5. Love it. 
Love it. Okay, let's move on. Just last I'm going to give out. Sorry, uh, Ryan. Just yep. last thing for this game. Um, I will probably be pounding that Vucevic prop because if take a look, I just pulled up my stat sheet. Uh, Sacramento is dead last in points in the paint allowed. Uh, at, they're giving up about 52 per game. So um, if you see a Vucevic prop on uh, points only or points, rebounds, and assists, I'll probably play that over. You would, even with uh, Bagley having looking better against uh, Embiid in the last game. Yeah, I, I think Bagley probably just got up for that game because it was Embiid, you know, because he is, you know, he probably a front runner for or one of the front runners for the, MB, for the MVP mm-hmm. and one of those guys that's um, that likes to talk a lot on the court. So Bagley probably got up for that game, but Vucevic is a guy that can knock down those three point shots and also those mid range jump shots as well as finishing inside the paint. So I think that might be. Uh, uh, in his favor tonight. Great, great. Uh, Pedro asking our chat money line or spread with the Kings. I would uh, take you know take the spread and the uh, better odds because I think that they blow them out as we've been talking. Okay, so moving on. Uh, here is my total DGen prop of the night. I am going to do a five team money line parlay i'm throwing in the Cavs and the t wolves who win straight up and then uh adding in the celtics lakers and nuggets on the uh money line for a plus uh 10.32 uh i put five bucks on that and uh you know to win 50 so uh that's what i'm throwing out there tonight as my real long shot you guys got any long shots or any other bets you want to throw out there Zach? Yeah, um, I like that Alonzo Ball, 85-1 to one triple-double. Um, that could definitely be a, a fun night. Uh, if if, if you're, it's out there, I'm, I don't see anything, but a Chumo Kiki triple-double, maybe it could be the bet of the year tonight. Um, <laughs> so bet of that, the that, year, that could, wow. <laughs> that could, I mean, in terms of if it hits, uh, obviously, as, as with everything, but... In terms of a more reasonable, I'll go Hornets, Knicks, Blazers on the spread. That's plus 600. So that's a little more attainable. Great. Uh, Munaf, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to do a, a three-team total parlay. Let's go with the over in the Lakers game, over in the Jazz game, and over in the Clippers game, Clippers and Bulls. So three-team over uh, parlay there. And also, I'm going to play that uh, Julius Randle 22 to one uh, triple double for tonight. Sort of bigger long shot. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Oh, uh, Shane, just ask in the uh, chat if I can throw that parlay out again. Sure. This is a five team money line parlay taking the Timberwolves, Cavs, Celtics, Lakers, Nuggets. That's plus ten thirty two. Um, John, you got anything else to throw out there? Yeah, just a, a, a three parlay, three team parlay. So Minnesota um, Timberwolves money line plus one thirty five. Um, the the Knicks were a minus two and a half uh, points point uh, spread. I've raised that to minus five to get plus one thirty four odds. So New York Knicks minus five on the spread and Memphis Grizzlies plus seven. So combine all three, um, twenty five to get two thirty seven. That's my DGen for the Friday night. Love it. Okay, great. Well, I've got to get out of here. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us in Locker Room. You can start your own discussions in Locker Room if you want to keep talking without us. Please do. Um, it's, a, it's a great app to use. Uh, please subscribe to NBA Gambling Podcast on 
uh, Apple and Spotify. I'll be posting the audio from this podcast if you want to go back and listen to anything on the feed within the next half hour or so. Um, and follow me on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. Follow Zach at NBA Zach B Munaf Sports Nerd eight twenty six. Did I get that right, Munaf? 824, Kobe 824, sorry. And, uh, John, you got anything you want to throw out there? You got a a Twitter or anything? Yeah, definitely. I got, um, uh, Nike MVIC7. That's that's my Twitter handle. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining, and good luck with your bets tonight. Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball, because I'm gonna dunk it! It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.